You're listening to WYDG Gaming Radio. I don't blame any, like, I, the older I get, and the more that I do this podcast, the more that I don't blame um, the people who developed Sonic Boom for putting an embargo on reviews. Greetings, dudes, and welcome back to This Week in Gaming, the show where we just lost the game, and so did you. I'm Proxy. <laughs> I'm Sarah. God and, damn it. Uh, unfortunately, Morgan is not with us in the yeah. studio today. She's not feeling great and yeah. didn't want to infect everyone with no. the plague. There's a so. head cold going around my house, and somehow I am the only one who has so far gotten away unscathed. Knock on the desk. Quick. Knock on wood. There you go. Yeah. Ow. <laughs> Don't break your knuckles I hit, on the wood. I hit that with way too much force. It's like if I hit it really hard, it's going to mean something. It's so. going to keep those – the germs won't want to fuck with me anymore. <laughs> if I just punch them, they'll go away. Yeah, so Morgan is not here. Hopefully she uh, will feel better by next week and won't be afraid to share her germs for the 100th episode. P.S., by the way, that's fucking crazy. Yeah. We, <laughs> wow. Yeah, because that's almost two solid years. Yeah. I'm not sure what is more, like, iconic is, like, hitting the official by date two-year mark or hitting 100. I don't know. like 100 because of the consistency. You yeah. can hit a year mark and only do like a quarterly episode. That's true. Whereas 100 episodes in is like we've it's done every, this a lot. Yeah. We put a lot of hours into. Yeah. And I think I've only personally missed like three or four episodes for like. I think so. Various like, reasons. That, yeah. Just a couple when you guys went down to Florida for a while. And one time I was sick and then one time I uh, wasn't home. Yeah, there were a few times I did the podcast with Joe. Yeah. Um, gosh, were there times when it was just Morgan and I and you weren't here? Once, I think. The time that I was at my friend's house and it was like oh, late yeah. at night and she didn't feel like driving me home. So I was like, I can't. Uh, <laughs> and we were very glad that you did the notes because neither of us would have been able to fucking put them together. <laughs> yeah. We were like, hey, so did you hear about this thing that happened? Yeah, I I don't not to toot my own horn, but I don't want to know what this show would be like if I wasn't trying to do this. It would just be like Morgan being like, "Hold on, I found an article in Flipboard. Let me go find it." It really, <laughs> it's it's kind of like it's a three chain set. We are the Triforce on this podcast, mm-hmm. where like without Morgan here, we derail and talk about cell phones. Yes. Without you here, we have no organization, <laughs> and without me here, the podcast doesn't get produced. So it's like if yeah. I, any one of us falls off, it's a struggle to get the other two like yeah. to get everything together. And like Morgan gives me – most weeks she gives me about half of what I end up like putting in the notes because I go to the same like five places and she like uses Flipboard and it gives her really specific articles from like various places. And I don't use Flipboard because I don't like it. So <laughs> she sees stuff that That's I just fair. don't see. So it's like even then – she gives me so much content to put in here most of the time. Speaking of the sea, what have you been playing this week? <laughs> I actually had a great week. I played a little bit of Anthem last weekend. Not a super much. Did you and Morgan get to play together? No. She is level eight or nine or so. So I'm like a little fetus. But I'm slowly catching up and I feel like it is a game that we could probably play together. But... um in the bedroom where I have my PS4, we now have the 42 inch TV. So I had to sit really close to it 
and it was just like not comfortable to like n- no matter where I was I was uncomfortable so I saw I didn't play it for very long but I was having a great time I chose the um you choose out of like three classes. You, it's you the, have like the storm the, caller, I think. Yeah, the the, the big s- beefy boys. The storm one, who is really <laughs> cool, and I the only thing I know about the storm one is that they get to hover. Like you can walk or run or fly, but storm ones get to hover, just like above the right above the ground, and it's like really cool looking. And then there's the beefy one, which I was like, maybe one day I'll try that out. And then there's the speed one, and I was like, I want speed. Thank you very much. But I mean, it's it's going. It's fine. It's fun. I'm having a good time. I'm just too lazy to. <laughs> I have to sit like four feet away from my TV, and it's just a pain in the butt. I was gonna ask how how you were feeling about it because I know Morgan's take on it. Morgan likes the game. Yeah. And you guys have like similar but also varying tastes in games. Yeah, it's really weird. So for, to the fact that you found one that you're just both like, yeah. yeah, this. I mean, I think you guys both played Fallout seventy six. Eh. Sort of. I I more enjoyed watching her play because she got farther than me, but we do play like the same game at different periods of time sometimes. Yep. Like Anthem, I'm sure like one of us, like mostly probably she will end up moving on to a different game and I will just like, then I will discover Anthem and I will become okay at it. And then everybody will come back to Anthem after a while. It's kind of like you guys in Destiny. You just keep coming back to it every now and then. <laughs> I still think about it every now and then. Yeah. I, that's why I, I think... had a really great time in both the first Destiny and in Destiny 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, both because I had that experience with Morgan. So yeah. Like, I, that's why I think you would probably enjoy Anthem because... Probably. Morgan makes most gaming experiences enjoyable. Yeah. Let's be real. Um, she's also the only one of us that has any sense of direction. <laughs> yep. And staying on, yep. on point. Um, but like I was like... I've heard from many people that this, that Anthem is very much like a destiny where it's like you load in, you get with your friends and then you go do missions and then you come back and then you do your stuff and then you do missions and then you come back. Would you say this is pretty much really similar to destiny? And she was like, yeah. So that's why I feel like you guys would probably like it. Probably. I feel like a lot of what we were, the hype that we built up in now when, Destiny 2 Forsaken dropped at the end of last year. Yeah. And, you know, Morgan picked up a copy for herself and for me for PC. Yeah. And we had a bunch of people that were really into it at the time. And all of those people were super hype for Anthem. Yeah. For exactly that reason. They're like, it looks like Destiny, but better than Destiny. Yeah. And that was just because a lot of people were angry that Destiny 2 was kind of crap. And then Forsaken came around and people liked it again. Personally, maybe it's just because I have low expectations. (laughs) I really liked Destiny 2. Yeah. I, even before Forsaken dropped. Yeah. I didn't see any problems with it. I really liked, I think it's the Trials of Osiris or the Mm -hmm. Curse of Osiris. Sure. Whatever expansion it was that a lot of people were disappointed in. Yeah. I enjoyed it. But I like the story driven stuff. And then it's all the same people who are very hyped for Anthem are just now hating Anthem. Everyone, everyone's been shitting on Anthem. And I feel like the majority of the complaints are they didn't elegantly hide their load screens. But it's not, it doesn't really seem that bad. Like a loading screen, it's the loading screens. You're also very used to Bethesda games. Right. God, Oblivion loading screens. You could fucking. (laughs) Make lunch in the I could go take a college class in those times. Um, Get three college credits while it loads. The way I see it is like. 
the loading screens for Anthem on PS4 are not long enough that I could take a pee break and like go pee, wash my hands and come back like in that couple minutes. But they are long enough for me to respond to my Discord messages or like really quickly grab a drink from the fridge and come back. To be completely honest, I appreciate that in games. Yeah. Like the load in time for League of Legends games can be like two to five minutes depending Ooh. on connection times. And like Overwatch, sometimes you'll you'll just sit and skirmish after skirmish after skirmish waiting for an actual game. And it's like... And then it says leaving not, skirmish to join game and it kicks you back to the main menu and it says not yeah, enough players. It's like I, nobody's complaining about that even though that's still a thing and Overwatch came out in what, 2016? Yeah. I, don't, I just don't get it. Um, I think it comes down to people want to hate it really bad. But it's, I mean, it's a good time. And there is, much to my happiness, a storyline. I don't quite know where it's going yet. But, like, you start the game and you kind of, like, do the tutorial, which is, like, really cleverly disguised. It kind of gave me Mass Effect 1 vibes where, like, you've finally gotten out of the beginning part of the game and you're on your first planet and you get to like kind of explore and learn how to shoot your weapon and stuff. It kind of gave me that a little bit, but it was like a tutorial that was really well done. And then that part ends. And then it's like two years later and you're running missions with your friend Owen. And he is like your, your eyes in the sky. Basically you're just the robot suit. (laughs) And he's, like, telling you where to go and what to do and what's going on. And then you meet this lady who's, like, the head of the spies or whatever the fuck. I'm not really 100% sure. And she's, like, I need to find some people for me. And you're, like, sick. Okay. And there's your, like, there's the beginning of the plot is, like, you're just trying to figure shit out. And it's, like, there is a storyline. You just, you you do the storyline. It's not, like... I don't know. It's not like what a lot of people seem to think where it's just like, I'm just going to join the game and do a bunch of missions. There is a storyline. You just have to wait (laughs) like longer than a week after it comes out to figure out what the plot is. Because obviously no one's beating the game in a day. Uh, I don't know. IGN maybe. God. But. They get them early though. They do. A lot of reviewers will get it early. and And then shit on it. Yep. That's why, honestly, as much as I love, like, video game journalism, and I would love to be one of the people that gets a video game early, nope. See, it's rough, because... I don't blame any... Like, I... The older I get, <laughs> and the more that I do this podcast, the more that I don't blame um, the people who developed Sonic Boom for putting an embargo on reviews. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the older I get, the more I'm like, I fucking get it. Because... It, it feels bad. Like, I'm glad that we have our own outlet. To put game reviews and thoughts and stuff mm-hmm. that's not like someone else isn't cutting you a paycheck to for your opinion. So you don't have yeah. to feel like, you know, no one went out and was like, I bought this copy of God of War for you so you can review it. I need the review on my desk by Monday. Yeah. Play through it. And you better have a glowing review. Yeah. It or already like that. I already am a person who like I feel bad that Morgan buys me games a lot. Or she'll, like, buy a game, a different version of a game for herself and give it to me. I feel bad enough for that because I don't play them. I can't. I couldn't handle it if that was, like, my career. Mm. (laughs) But I like that I try to see the good in pretty much anything that I do. And unless the bad is so bad that it overshadows everything good about a game. Yeah. Or unless, like, I tried to play MapleStory 2. Yeah. uh, Like, about a month ago. And, unfortunately, the controls were so out there compared to every other MMO that I've played. Yeah. That I just couldn't. I was like, 
unfortunately the control scheme and not letting me change that control scheme. That's what's crazy. Ruins me from if I was just like, oh, it's set up this way by default because people from the first Maple story played it this way. And you can change it if you want. Yeah. But it was no like you can change it option. That's it was just crazy. like deal with it. That's schmuck. crazy. Almost every video game ever has the ability to change your controls. Yeah. So that's kind of weird. I probably could have used a controller, but I was like, I don't want to do that. Yeah. So. And like now I'm spoiled with League of Legends, which QWER is all your abilities. And then B to recall or space to watch your hero if you don't use camera lock, mm-hmm. which is just this hand formation. You will need no keys outside of that. And then you just click to, and then you like, click move, to move, right? So it is the most simple and ergonomic setup that you can possibly yeah. have for that game, in my opinion. It's because the... I'm sure someone else has found a better way, but... Maybe. It's because the... I'm not pro-league. No, thank God. I don't think I could be friends with you if you were like, <laughs> this is my life now. Uh, I don't know. Some of these League of Legends players making $700,000 a year to not be very good at the game at all. That's what's crazy. If I was that person, I'd be very aware that I'm not good at League of Legends, but I'm very meme-worthy and our products sell well. Yeah. And then I could just be that friend that's like, uh, I got a – your couch was a little uneven, so I used one of my PlayStations to prop it up. <laughs> I just well, have those lying yeah, around. Yeah, it's fine. Okay, I have two – I think I have two more games that I played this week, but I really wanted to mention first. Did you see the screenshot – or the screen cap from a video. They interviewed one of the people from one of the Overwatch League teams. I don't remember what team because I don't remember what colors anybody is. Um, And he was like, my secret to playing better is I found that if I take a shower right before we play, I play better. And it's like, you just tricked a whole bunch of nerds into regularly taking showers. Oh, no. Good job. Like, I don't know if that was his intention, if he truly, like, discovered this. You know that fresh feeling when you get right out of the shower? Because I'll do that, like, that's, I think that's, I feel like that's usually my Saturday mornings. Like, I get up and I'm like, I'm going to take a shower, so I'm fresh for the day. And then I'll sit down and play League or something. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't necessarily know that it makes me play better, but it's in the same way that, like, new shoes make you run faster. Yeah. It's the the subconscious. Yeah. It, it's, just, it, it just feels good. It's like a, a... I don't feel like my hair is so greasy I have to wipe my hands off on my pants kind of thing. Yeah. I feel like a shower is like hitting the F5 button. Just like it's refreshing you. And it's like making your brain work. I want to die for having I made that I want that, that on a t-shirt. F5. <laughs> refreshing. Um, But I thought that was... The, you need to make that a soft the drink. Best. The official Yeah Dude branded soft drink. It's F5. actually It's actually seltzer. But it doesn't taste bitter like seltzer, so we'll put some, like, electrolytes <laughs> and shit in it, like smart. Have you ever had smart water? Bubbly, yeah. Bubbly uh, smart water? Yeah. Where it's, like, it's you're, like, this doesn't taste like seltzer, but there's nothing in it. Yeah. It's just the electrolytes for flavor, for mm. taste. But, like, we'll do that, and then we'll brand it as F5. And that'll be the, that'll just be the commercials. You'll hear the of it opening, it's and it's weird. just, like, F5, refreshing. <laughs> it's F- sort of, like, new five gum. F5, refreshing. Wiffweshing. Wiffweshing. Oh, uh, and all like, all profits go to like animal shelters and shit. Yeah. I'd be into that. Yeah. Or like, <laughs> we find like some fund or some like big group of people who need to pay their vet bills or something. Cause like that, yes. that could be life changing. That really can. That really should be like a. There's nothing worse than being like my, my best animal friend companion Mm -hmm. has this thing that's going to cost several thousand dollars to fix and like everyone around me is going yeah but they're not going to live that much longer even if you cure it right my friend's dog has a torn acl and it's going to be like a twenty five hundred dollar surgery or something 
and she's in the process of a horrible breakup and moving her entire house and selling her old house. Oh my God. And it's like, she's about to have a mental breakdown. Oh my God. On top of a $2,500 vet bill because he needs surgery. And a lot of people like kind of don't get it, but he's her little baby. He's a little beagle. So it's like, it hits my heart a little bit because he's a beagle and I love beagles. Because of Bosco. Of course. (laughs) Um, Getting away from (laughs) the most depressing topic on this show, (laughs) I also finally played Honey Pop because Morgan bought it for me a couple weeks ago. Are you playing that? When she was very drunk. And she went a lot of dating since she was, yes. mama gets drunk, mama buys games. She's <laughs> just like doling them out, like make yeah. it rain. It was so good. Um, we love you, Morgan. <laughs> Get soon. And it's really fun. I remembered the kind of the mechanics because I had watched Aaron from Game Grumps and his wife Susie play on her YouTube channel. So basically years just ago. Susie play. Yeah. With Aaron just sitting there. I watched that as well. And I, I like, I fell asleep on the couch a couple times to that because it was just so soothing. Yeah. It was really relaxing, but I, I really loved that series. And, um, so I kind of remembered the mechanics cause it's like a dating sim meets Bejeweled. Candy Crush. Oh yeah. yeah no, Bejeweled. And, but I was like, I know that the colors mean something. I know that every girl has like their own things. So I feel like I had a leg up versus if I was just coming in blind. Yeah. I'm not a fan of dating Sims, but I know that I like this one because it's like, it's not just like I'm sitting here clicking next over and over and over again. Um, But I felt like I was speed running because by the, after the first day of playing, I already had two girls up to the fourth date. And at the fourth date... If you date them, if you take them on the fourth date at night, they will, and you succeed, they will sleep with you. <laughs> and Does you get, it actually get graphic? Oh, yeah. I didn't oh, know that. Boy. Because we downloaded the zip file from Humble Bundle instead of the Steam version. Because and Steam removes all the good shit. I didn't know that that would be the thing until her boobies came out. And it was like, I didn't even notice because during the sleeping with you date, you have to... Um, basically do the bejeweled really good and fill up a progress bar at the bottom and every second it's like draining so you have to be really fast and i was so stressed out <laughs> and i didn't even notice oh until i finished i didn't notice her boobies were out <laughs> and i was like oh my god her boobies were out and then it had a picture of everything all of the everything and i was like oh my god and i was like covering the screen because milo was behind me watching me play <laughs> Oh my god! I'm just gonna cover this big oh no, you're anime eyes. anime nudity. <laughs> my goodness! So I did. Uh, anyway, by day one, I not safe had, for waifu. I had two girls up to that point. Day two of me playing, which like took a lot of effort. Don't get me wrong, but by day two, I had slept with one girl, and I'm about to sleep with the other one. That's my favorite. But I keep accidentally coming back around to her when it's not nighttime, so I can't do it yet. It's a weird game. It makes me feel like a creep. But I appreciate that I can play as a girl, so I don't feel as creepy. It's no different. That's fair. But I, I feel a little bit less creepy than if I was playing as a guy. It's weird, the mental shift that happens there. Yeah. And it's... I feel like as a guy, it's very hard not to be creepy. I thought about that a lot, especially being a person... Like an anime nerd slash furry slash brony mm-hmm. who is overweight. Like... I You're am just the epitome boxes, man. of, I'm like, all I need is the neck beard. Yeah. Just like grow that out, get a fucking fedora and a cane sword. And I'm just, I'm there. Oh God. 
Yeah. And it's just a matter of like creepily stalking on people. But like for a long while, that actually stopped me from asking people for their picture at anime conventions. Mm -hmm. Cause I'm like, fuck that costume's so good, but I don't want to seem like the dude that's like, can I get this for this yeah. bank bank for later? Because like, unfortunately, especially for like conventionally like attractive people and really good cosplay, it is a thing that happens to them so like a thousand times a day at big conventions where it's just like some creepo is just like, can I get your picture? Mm. And it's like, no, <laughs> no, you can't. Cause I don't know what you're going to do with it. Yeah. I like to, that's, that's why a lot of times when I go to conventions, I'm wearing like an Argyle sweater and like I've cleaned up a lot. Mm -hmm. Like I try to make sure that I'm very well presented. I'm not yeah. just like showing up with sweatpants <laughs> and a hoodie. When you're in like a, an unbuttoned button up shirt and like a gamers do it better t-shirt that just has like gamers sweat do it all mark, night. Oh God. Like, oh it, Yeah. It doesn't give off good vibes. I think a lot of it's the presented hygiene of yeah the the person. Yeah. That and like it's one thing if I'm going at you with my phone, but where I actually have a decent uh, DSLR. Yeah. yeah. Like, and if you're anyway. like, here's my business card of my website. Like I, I'm a real person. Yeah. I think the other game I played, the only other game I played, I lied. No, I didn't lie. Um, was more Sims. I played more Blackout Challenge. Nice. Black and, out, black and white challenge. Uh and I didn't do too bad. Nice. It's it's like every time I'm so disappointed that I'm actually not doing badly. I just want one house to turn out like a fucking like disaster. horrendous, and you're just like, fuck yes, this yeah. is what I played this for. Yeah, but like in my most recent one, I ended up with like somehow I ended up with a bathroom that had blue tiles and blue walls, and a kitchen that was all like an orangey brown, like countertops. And a dark stove and like marbly white countertops. So the brown is like the counter cabinet part and whatever. It just like it worked. And it's like, I would live in this house. Why am I doing this so good? I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what these color options that I'm picking are. But it's really fun. I was having problems doing it because I was like, are you on Windows 10 trying to play The Sims 3? in black and white and he was like yeah i was like okay so go search for this and click this button and he took a video of it he sent me a, a video of like his whole screen is black and white until he clicks on the sims 3 and the sims 3 is the only thing in color where for me everything on the computer is in black and white i have no idea how to fix that and i even googled it and i was like color correction windows 10 not working for game sims 3 won't play in black and white i was like you need to, to find, find an what you need to find is an HDMI cable that is an HDMI on one end and a um, a VGA cable, not VGA, um, RGB cable on the other mm -hmm. end, component cables, and then run that through a VCR to an old <laughs> CRT TV. And then we have Resident Evil 7 Biohazard. And yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. So then you're like you're watching it on an old TV, but also just completely distort the colors. Oh, yeah. There's an idea. It's And then see what you've done. Yeah. It seems like a lot of I hope to God so that they don't make an HTM HDMI to component adapter. What? what? What does that mean? So, like, the Xbox, say. Mm -hmm. uh, I would plug the HDMI into the Xbox One, and then it would go out into the red, white, yellow component cables so that I could oh. plug it into a shitty VCR. Yeah. I remember like <laughs> granted the Xbox looks like a shitty VCR. It does. It the design of it is like super weird. Like, I spent real money on that, so like it's not just me shitting on Xbox, but 
Yeah, it wasn't Guys, like, you look like a VCR. It kind of does. I love it. Like, I just want to go get a cassette and pop it in there. <laughs> it wouldn't even fit. I'm totally putting a bad dragon sticker on that bitch because it's far too white. Hell yeah. I have a really, like I got a, right outside of the Disturbed concert the other night, there was a guy who, a creepy, like he was like six foot five and just built like a shit brick house. I said that the wrong way, but I'm sticking with it. It's like a brick house, but he there's was, no mortar. He was huge. And I was separated from everybody because Morgan and I were like, we're going to meet here after the concert. So I was alone and I don't like being alone. And he was huge. And he was like giving out free stickers. And I was like, I want a sticker, but I, I don't want to interact with this man. And I like went, walked around him and there was a sticker on the ground <gasps> and in the snow. And I was like, hell Yeah. So I got a free oh sticker, God. but it's like this big. It's huge. He makes me think – the way that you describe him makes me think of um, the Russian sushi guy from uh, Dorada. It's an anime. Mm-hmm. If you haven't had a chance, watch it. Just the first episode because it introduces everyone in it. And there's this dude who's like seven feet tall. He's the <laughs> Russian sushi guy and he just stands on the street corner and he'll like talk to people like, Russian sushi, you probably not get sick. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? That's amazing. He's one of like the three powerhouse people in that city. Well, there are like three people in that city you don't fuck with and he's one of them. <laughs> oh my god, okay. The I don't remember if, if it's Life of Boris. I don't remember if it's that guy. I love Life of Boris. He's so good. Or if it's the Crazy Russian Hacker? They're both really good actually. Uh I found Crazy Russian Hacker forever ago. Crazy. And Life of Boris I got into recently. It's Crazy Russian Hacker. I love him. I like he'll, his videos will pop up every now and then and I'll be like, safety is number one time, priority. Time to binge. And he has a whole other channel dedicated to, like, his life with his dogs. Oh. And, like, training them and, like, they how they felt when they f- saw, like, three feet of snow. And I was like, oh, my God. This crazy Russian guy who has a following because he's crazy, crazy and Russian and does these weird life hacks and, like, cleaning videos has this whole channel dedicated to his three beautiful dogs. Like, what the heck? It's great. Awesome. <laughs> I like it. I'm into it. You said Russian, and I was like, that's "Oh yeah, where my brain goes." That, definitely. What so did you play this week? This week, uh, obviously, we streamed Subnautica. Yes, we found the picture frame. We built. I keep wanting to call it the Nautilus, but the <laughs> the Cyclops, the Subnautilus, the Subnautilus. Um, we haven't gone anywhere in it. We just built it and parked it. Is that, that was the, the end of our stream? Is that week. the thing that Al sent me a picture of? The, yeah. Okay. That it's like it looks sick. blue and pink. The the yeah dude colors. Yeah. And it says yeah dude on the side of it. It's sick. I should call it the knot. <laughs> That's what I should call it. Oh no! I'm gonna change the name of it. Ooh, ooh. I'm also gonna end up hanging a whole bunch of like furry shit all inside of it now that I know how to make <laughs> picture frames. Uh, obviously the safe for work kind of furry shit because we're streaming this. Right. But still gonna be furry shit. Um, cause you're trash. Cause I'm a trash person. So then also this past weekend we played some League of Legends. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had, I had my first experience where we had to, there were four of us playing in a 5v5. So me and three other people that mm-hmm. were all in vicinity of me, um, or through our discord chat. And we needed, we were looking for a fifth person to play. We couldn't find anyone we knew. So we got some rando thrown in there and that's the worst. Cause it's five humans versus we do versus ai Mm -hmm. just to get used because i'm still not used to the game right um and i'm still like learning my character and shit so we get one rando in there and this one rando doesn't say a fucking word like i usually start off with like uh we're here for 
we have no plans, only fun or something like that. Like mm-hmm. something just to let them know, like we're not taking ourselves too seriously. Yeah. So like maybe that's not your thing, but just enjoy yourself. And uh, they didn't say anything. And it was my first experience having to report a player. That oh. was neat. Um, <laughs> it was pissing off uh, Gabriel because Gabriel runs mid lane by himself. Mm-hmm. So he's you're used to being able to go this one direction and no one else is around you. Or if they are, it's your own minions or an enemy. Mm-hmm. And you, you know what you're doing. And this guy kept just running middle. And so we're all off doing our own other things. And he's just pissing Gabriel off running mid because he's like, you're doing more harm than good. Yeah. And no, no matter what we said to the guy, he wouldn't like respond at all. But the way that it was playing, we're like, are you a bot? <laughs> no response. <laughs> and so we started like watching that player's um, play style and the way that they were playing. It was bot run. Hmm. So we ended up having to report someone for botting, for cheating, because it's great. They just hop into like low level matches to gain experience and shit like while they're at work. I don't know. I don't know what the deal is. It's but. Cr- the, the knowledge that it takes to do things like that could be applied in so many amazing ways. And this is what they're using it for. Yep, it is. It's like farming golden. Wow. I don't get it. It's like mining for Bitcoin. It's whatever. fucking worthless. Um, Let's see. We were going to play Diablo 3 the other day, but then Windows shat the bed on me and I wasn't feeling well anyway. So I was like, yeah. uh, we're just going to chill out and not play that. Um, I did recently reinstall Plague Inc. for my phone. Mm-hmm. And it's that such a has classic. Been, that has been a blast. I paid the 99 cents to like get Unlock. the ad free version. Yeah. That and I like I appreciate the game. So, yeah, I've bought. Plague Inc. What do I care about? Probably not. three times over. I bought it on my old ass uh, iTunes account because I used to have an iPod Touch. I bought it on my old Google account and I think I've bought it on my current Google account, but I keep buying like the next pack of like diseases that you can unlock. Yeah. And every time I do that, I like, I lose the, the, the account that I have it on. Like something terrible happens. I was sad about it today. So like I played through the tutorial and the tutorial level, because I knew I was going to just decimate because mm-hmm. it's the tutorial. Right. Um, I went with the pathoogen was uh, was my disease. Yeah. It decimated the world. Great. Obviously. I'm so proud. Um, the then you have like you have to go through the different types of viruses and you have to play the, like it's you play bacteria to unlock virus. You play virus to unlock whatever the next one is, and it goes from there. Yeah, I've never gotten past virus, ever. Um, I was doing virus earlier, and so my bacteria was anti-vaxxers. <laughs> that killed the world, and it was hilarious. Yeah. Um, and then as my virus, my virus I named Boredom, which was wonderful, because it's like boredom is killing people. Yeah. Boredom killed people faster than it could spread. Oh, my God. I hate when that happens. Yeah, because the thing with viruses is they're unpredictable. Mm -hmm. So, like, it will mutate symptoms before I tell it to mutate symptoms because my strategy is usually um, spread through any means possible Mm -hmm. until most people are infected, then make it deadly. Oh, yeah. Then mutate the the genetic. And then I hit that dysentery coma button. Like oh, it, yeah. I just want everybody dead and shitting themselves. I love that it pops up every now and then and it's like um, uh, an accidental side effect or something like that. And it's like, oh, you sneeze uh, and you, you shit. Yeah, you <laughs> died. The combination of sneezing and diarrhea has yeah. caused some unwanted accidents. Yep. I'm like, so oh, good. Boy. But yeah, the virus, unfortunately, I didn't 
add to any of the symptoms. And I think that's part of the thing for it mm -hmm. is that because it said that viruses will adapt without you doing anything. Yeah. Um, it costs you DNA points to devolve your virus. Oh. So you actually need to actively slow it down. Yeah. Like increase the how quickly it can spread and how it can spread, but slow down at the rate at which it kills people. Because for a good long while, it was just like going right up there. Yeah. And I thought I had the whole world infected and I was like, okay, it can be super deadly now. I was wrong. I went back out to the world map and there was like a tiny sliver of blue left. And I was like, oh no. And then I'm watching the red and the black's just creeping up. Oh, like, oh it's no. The worst. It, it left just a few people alive. Yeah. You always know that moment when it's like, it, it's like a, I don't know. You play it enough times and you just like, no, right from the beginning, this isn't going to work. Like I, for some reason I can always tell right at the beginning, this one isn't going to do it. I'm never going to beat fucking virus. It's always fucking Greenland. so close though. It's always Greenland. Or one time, weirdly, it was one of the countries in the middle of Africa. And I was like, I have a hot and humid climate. So this virus, this bacteria should survive in a hot and humid climate. Africa. Poor area. Pretty sure that country's in the middle of a bunch of very poor countries. Sorry, Africa. It's true. And like a bunch of other factors. And it's still just like they just shut their borders and nothing. That whole area was still alive. And I was like, what the fuck? I even got Greenland on this one. Mm. And I didn't get this random ass African country. Bitch. Yeah, I'm going to have to <laughs> adapt my strategy later and try and go at it again. I should. Morgan has like literally $15 of Google Play money. Oh, geez. Because she never buys anything. And it's going to expire. It, it like slowly by the ultimate edition of play game yeah chunks of it expire over time i should just be like alternatively spend five dollars and and get play Inc. and i'll just use your google account. what i've started using mine on is google play books mm. uh because a you can get audiobooks a heck of a lot cheaper than audible even when you're a member of audible being mm. a member on audible is still more expensive than just right out buying audiobooks on google play wow um but also because I've been finding some books, like I found um, a flurry of, fur of furry for a dollar. And I have to tell you that it is some of the most, this is like day of all the blood level. Oh, no. Writing. And it it's very self-aware and very humorous. Because there's one story that like in the midst of reading it, it's like, watch out. She said so excited that she forgot to close her quotations. <laughs> and I was like, oh, Jesus Christ. That's great. It's it's so self-aware and it's like, ugh, I don't know what to think about it, but I like it. So eh. I like things that can be self-aware at their own expense. Yeah. Because sometimes you have you know that like this thing that I made is very bad, but I'm going to make fun of myself with it. Speaking of fun things, I do want to tie in a quick blip of game news with the fact that I've been playing Plague Inc. Mm hmm. Because I don't know if you saw the link I shared the other day. I did. Um, apparently, people were like, yo, Plague Inc., when are you going to introduce anti-vaxxers? Because that's a big thing right oh, now. Yeah. And they went, look, if you guys want it, here's a petition. Get 10,000 signatures and we'll put it in the game as like a boost to your virus because no one's surviving that shit. Yep. They got 20,000 signatures. Oh, I bet. Um, so they're like, okay, I guess we're doing this. So, <laughs> mm, boy. It's... I mean, it's, it's really... going to be funny when that's like the the part of history. People will still be playing that game well beyond the death of smallpox. Mm -hmm. And they're going to be like, oh, man, you remember that time in the early 2000s? 
And like, Whew. yeah, I'm not going to get too into it because I get a whole heated podcast going on the topic. Shout but. out. Okay. Shout out to my mom and probably also your mom for making sure that as kids, we got the measles, mumps and rubella vaccine. Yeah, thanks. Shout mom. out to moms because measles, fun fact, is going around Massachusetts and New Hampshire right now because one asshole carried it with him when he was traveling. So I won't get it, but jury's still out on people who are immune compromised. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, I didn't even think about that. That's, again, another topic. It's a whole other but, thing. Yeah, thanks, mom. Although I have to say that despite getting vaccinated, I still can't draw worth a shit. I'm, in fact, not artistic at all. Mm. So, I, you know, I don't know where that rumor comes from, but. Yeah. Anyway. I, you know, I can't, I, I'm not good at any instruments. I'm not, I can't sing. I'm not good at art. I'm barely good at writing. Okay, I'm decent at instruments. Maybe that counts. Because <laughs> <laughs> I play guitar, ocarina, clarinet, and a little bit of uh, piano. Not much. I used to play the but, piano. I I would really like to play piano again. Morgan, you see what happens when you're not here? Literally, this so, is... <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that is about the gist of what I've been playing this week. Uh, I have, like... I bought more games that I want to play, and I just haven't found the time. I bought yeah. um, Dragon's Crown mm -hmm. remastered for PS4 because they had the Steelbook at GameStop, and I can't pass Ooh, up a Steelbook. Yeah. I need to show you that Steelbook. Yes. Because it's beautiful. Um, and I also picked up... Um, Nair Automata, mm -hmm. which I've been wanting to play a lot, but I intended to play it for the stream. And now I'm like, I'm so into Subnautica, I just can't stop. Yeah. Um, so it'll be there eventually. Yeah. I have a lot of other games that I really want. Oh, that's the other game I played. What? Uh, Changed. I picked oh. up Changed, which if, for those unfamiliar, is a furry game. <laughs> it's an RPG maker title. Um... I forget who developed it, but the whole <laughs> concept, it's very poorly translated. <laughs> so oh, like, God. it's hard to read sometimes, Great. but it's the whole thing is like, if you're into the whole transformation thing, then it's right up your alley. Uh huh. You are a human who wakes up in a laboratory facility with amnesia and you're kind of piecing things together as you go. And it's kind of like, there's this back story going on that you're loosely putting together that there was a super flu that was starting to wipe out humanity. So to save humanity from the super flu, they genetically altered animal DNA into human DNA so that we basically created furries mm -hmm. um, in order to survive the super virus. But it was causing all sorts of issues where like the people would get taken over and then they're not really them anymore. Yeah. Uh, I don't know where this game is going to go from there. I'm still in the beginning. Would you say they got their <laughs> immunizations? yes i've been sitting on that one oh for like a minute God. and i regret it <laughs> wow but this is one of those do you remember when we played the eroico demo um that's like the eight bit platformer type game mm -hmm. where if you get hit to death the girls will just hump the shit out of you until you're dead um so it's like that where they have very interesting and or sexualized deaths yeah. in the game and there's a lot of them great so it's kind of like uh, the uh, idea is not to get transformed into a furry but like that's what you want to do also you that's what you're doing because you're like i need to see all these different scenes and some of them are yeah like if they were if someone just sat down and tweaked the translation a little bit to restructure the grammar yeah. i think they'd be fine it's really funny because like i wish that was a job that i could just like post on twitter like 
if you have something fixing that, bad translation that you have translated into English, but you know it's not grammatically correct, give it to me and I will fix it. Like, what is that job? Because I want that. I I would never stop working. There's so many games out there that's that have been so badly translated, and it's not the fault of the translators. They're just doing their best. The English right. grammar is a mess. <laughs> but it's like I want that job. That'd be great. Just like making things sound better. If you would like some time to check out Changed and because some I've been trying to do the same thing and I've been watching a guy play it that has he's like, I'm going to attempt to live translate in my head as I'm going through Mm -hmm. into sentences that make more grammatical sense. Yeah. Some of the sentences are fine and some of them are so butchered. It's hard to understand what the how to fix it. Mm -hmm. So I think that'd be a fun exercise. And yeah, uh, can Sarah fix be. these sentences? It's I remember I'll, if I find good ones, I'll screen cap them. Do it. Is it was it a free game? I'm like, no, it's like five dollars. Oh, that's still not bad. I've been sitting on it in my wish list forever. <laughs> and now I realize I've got a whole shit ton of furry games going on between Amorous. Yeah. Changed. You're leaning Night real, in the woods. real hard. One day I'm just going to come down to do the podcast and you're just going to be in like full fursuit. Ugh, I wish I had that kind of money. I wish I could decide on a fursona. I'd be all set. <laughs> anyway, so that's what I've been playing this week. Let's finally move on to the many, many to games that are happening. All the games. There's there's a really long list. I hope you can bear with me for all of these games that are releasing at you next week. Tuesday, March 5th. Deep breath. Left Alive for PS4 and PC. <laughs> and then Friday, March 8th. Devil May Cry 5 for PS4, Xbox One and PC and Kirby's Epic Yarn for 3DS. And then we've also got our list of free games for March. Um, just because I have a tab- separate tab open for it, I'm going to hit up the Twitch Prime games first. Whoa, change it up the algorithm. Oh, they're not going to know how to do the podcast anymore. <laughs> uh, they're going to skip so, ahead and then skip back. Got got yourself four free games with Twitch Prime. Star Vikings Forever, The King's Bird, which looks like I'm going to end up playing the shit out of it because it has that art style that makes me think it's something like Journey. Yeah. Um, Kabounce and Snake Pass. And those are all available from March 1st to March 31st. Go If you have Twitch Prime, claim that shit now. There's also a bunch of extra stuff like in-game loot that is just there. Yeah. I'm not going to ever bother with that. If you like, have Twitch Prime, you probably you probably get the little crown notification every day and it's like, get this loot. And it's like, I already claimed it. Get the loot. Yeah, it I does already that. did. <laughs> Um, just to continue going backwards, we'll hit the Xbox games with gold for March for the (laughs) Xbox one, uh, garden warfare two available March 16th to April 15th and adventure time pirates of the Enchiridion March 1st to the 31st. I need that in my life, uh, for the Xbox 360 metal gear rising revengeance be available March 16th to the 31st and Star Wars Republic Commando from March 1st to the 15th. Fun fact, Star Wars Republic Commando is an Xbox original game, but I didn't want to just be like Xbox One, Xbox 360, Xbox original, because who cares? But I think it's very fun that it's a supremely old game, almost as old as I am, and it's still on here. Uh, And then your PlayStation Plus games for March. Uh, The Witness... Okay, that's its own game. I was like, why is a game subtitled Call of Duty? Uh, <laughs> the Witness and Call of Duty Modern Warfare Remastered. Also, increased storage size for cloud storage is now 100 gigs of cloud storage space instead of 10 gigabytes, the previous limit. That's a huge increase. Yeah. That, that's, that's almost 10 times. That's like the... Dare I say, 20 times as much. <laughs> that's the um, 
like their their way of giving back to people who are mad about the whole PS3 and Vita games aren't being a thing anymore. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, they let everybody know a, a year in advance. That they did. Uh, these games will become available Tuesday, March 5th, and February games are available until then. Yep. Uh, this is the first month that Sony began doing free plus games in 2010 that the PS3 and Vita games have not been included. That's crazy. Like eight years in the running and now it's just over because what's the point anymore, you know? Yeah, at least for the free games. Like, And plus, yeah. to be fair, if you own a PS3, you don't need PlayStation Plus. No. That was not a thing <laughs> until the 4. I was so mad when the 4 came out and I learned that you had to have that because oh, I, that same. was one of the benefits. But like they they did the math you know so i kind of appreciate they were like more people are using the ps4 so why don't we just focus on them and i mean if they're looking into the math about it yeah. i can't really argue with that i'm not going to do can't. it <laughs> all right on that note we are going to take a brief break and then we'll come back at you with some gaming news sometimes when i'm bored i like to lay in the yard and pretend i'm a stick Have you noticed that for some reason it's become common culture for apps and websites to invasively collect your personal data and track the websites you visit in order to better advertise to you? Is it just me, or does that make you more than a little uncomfortable? We at Yadu don't believe in tracking the browsing habits and collecting personal data of our friends. That's you. That's why you'll never find a targeted ad on our website, a notification about using cookies, no matter how delicious they may be, or creepy men in black suits with no fingerprints rooting through the shoebox under your bed. We aim to keep the Yadude experience ad-free. However, since we're not willing to shake you down for your sweet, sweet personal information, that means we need to cover the cost of production another way. If you really enjoy this podcast or any of the projects under the Yadude or WYDG brands, you can show your support in several ways. If you're all about covering your naked body when you go out in public, perhaps check out our merch store, linked in the description. There you'll find all sorts of things that we've designed for you to wear, as well as other useful items. If you're interested in sponsoring this or one of our other podcasts, check out patreon.com backslash yadude, link in the description, and sign up for a monthly pledge. We have several different reward tiers that you can choose from, starting as low as $1 per month, and each coming with different sponsor-exclusive benefits. Thank you so much for listening to our work, and thanks to those who have signed up on Patreon already. Our goal is to keep Yadude and WYDG ad-free and never collect your personal information for profit. Now, back to the show. And welcome back. I'm going to throw it on over to myself for posterity <laughs> and whatnot. This is This Week in Gaming, episode 99. We are one away from 100. It's being recorded on Friday, March 1st. It'll hit your earballs Saturday, March 2nd. Happy March. Happy March. Hello, Goodbye. Static. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for listening. I'm glad you're still here. <laughs> glad you've been here. We, uh, we actually have a lot of people that have been uh, listening to the podcast. We got some new followers on Podbean. Yeah. I think for episode 100, I'm going to give a shout out to all of our followers. Mm -hmm. It's not a lot, like, but all there, of our Podbean followers. It's all. crazy to me that there are enough people who listen with enough frequency that they're like, hey, that thing you mentioned on the podcast a couple weeks ago. And I'm like, mm. oh, my God. First of all, I love that you listen and remember because I don't. Second of all, thank you for listening to my stupid show that I work like moderately hard on. 
<laughs> I put a lot of effort into it, but I know it's not like paying the bills. I don't care. Just thank you for listening. We can have other shows. That uh, definitely money. is. Yeah. Yeah. We, there's so many podcast We're ideas. We're going to be that starting could... another podcast pretty soon that I'm sure you'll make appearances on here and there. We're going to have guests all over the, the place. The one for you and Al? Yeah. 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 We're going to have a lot of guests here <laughs> yeah. and there. Um, some of which will maintain anonymity for their own sake. Some of which won't. But... And I'm already like thinking about a potential for not directly continuing AV Underground, but like spotting some episodes here and there. Mm-hmm. I have ideas, but again, nothing's gonna be like set in stone with production schedules because that drives me fucking nuts. Yeah, and I become a horrible person. Yes. Anyway, jumping into the news, I'm gonna go ahead and let you start us off here. Sure. We got some stuff. Uh, okay. So, Capcom, Capcom, Capcom. Uh, announced like a few months ago that they were eventually going to be bringing a few Resident Evil games to the Switch, but they didn't have a date. Um, they announced this week that they're bringing three Resident Evil games to the Switch on May 20th. Uh, res- the Resident Evil 1 HD remake, Resident Evil 0, and Resident Evil 4. Oh they're my god, not, zero. I don't think any, like obviously the HD 1 remake is obviously remade, but the other two are just like as they Ports, were. probably. So they're not going to be any prettier, but I mean, honestly, I kind of hope fine. that that's the case. Like Resident Evil Zero terrified the shit out of me. I didn't. I don't. It know. It was on the GameCube. I don't know what Resident Evil Zero is. What that, is I can't even remember the storyline. I, I just remember being scared yeah, shitless with there it. There was a video of the whole timeline that I watched, and I was more confused than ever. So I think I'm gonna have to go back and rewatch that video. I feel like Zero was right around the time of Code Veronica. I could be horribly wrong on that. I don't know. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, the games will at first be digitally available on the eShop, uh, Nintendo eShop, and Capcom has plans to release physical copies eventually with um, Resident Evil 1 HD and Resident Evil 0 being released as part of a package named the Resident Evil Origins Collection. Uh, the Each game is now on the eShop for pre-order uh, and eat they're each twenty nine ninety nine. I checked that this morning because I, I tried to check... Wednesday. Wednesday was the 27th. They weren't out for pre-order yet. I was so dumb. But they, I checked this morning and they're all 30 bucks. So I guess that's not bad. Unless you're like, <laughs> you've bought all the games over and over and over again. Um, so that's exciting. I think I think it's it's a good step because like the Capcom has said, if Resident Evil 2 does really well and you guys keep asking us for more, we're going to keep remaking all of our old games. We're just going to keep doing it and making them better because you guys want them so bad. And I think that's really good. Like, I know that the games have to financially do well, but it's also nice that if people ask, they'll do it. Because I want to see four and five and six and three be yep. better. Yeah. I mean, I I went to a panel at uh, another anime convention one year that was all about the Resident Evil timeline. It mm-hmm. was... um. Something about bad translations or something like that. Lost oh. in translation, a Resident Evil series. Mm-hmm. And I gained a lot of respect for the series and a lot of understanding of the lore through that based on how they laid out. Like it initially came out as Biohazard in Japan. It was came over as Resident Evil to the States mm-hmm. and how they're going through this whole setup with the Umbrella Corporation and everything else. And like it was really well laid out. But they were explaining why a lot of the humor and things that were in Biohazard were lost in the Resident Evil games or a lot of the context was lost in the Resident Evil games because they weren't translated by Capcom in house. Mm-hmm. They were sent out somewhere else to be translated to English. Whereas Resident Evil seven biohazard was developed by Capcom. Like the rest of them were 
and released in Japan, but mm-hmm. then was also in-house translated to English. Yeah. So it had a smoother translation and things just flowed better. Yeah. But Seven just worked. Yeah. In so, so many ways. I love the Resident Evil series. Yeah. Whether, whether, <laughs> in the same way, I love campy horror films. Like, let's be real. Yeah. I, I don't love them because they're great zombie games. I love them because they're spooky and they're really, like, silly. They're they're silly, but they also make you keep your wits about you because you yeah. probably will get scared shitless. I, I found this girl on YouTube who does these really funny, um, like, Let's Plays and streams and stuff. And she just started Claire's story of two. And even though I am not playing the game, and I've watched Morgan play a considerable amount of two, and I'm fairly familiar with, like, how Resident Evil works, where it's like, calm, 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 storm. I'm still finding myself, like, Penny, don't turn that corner. There's going to be something there. Oh, yeah. Oh, Penny, get your grenade launcher. (laughs) (sighs) And it's like, as a viewer, I'm just, like, relaxing, and my heart is racing as if I was playing the game. And it's like, most games don't do that to me, you know? I feel like I've desensitized myself from that very weird year of my life where I was obsessed with Five Nights at Freddy's. (laughs) Yeah, it has that very, like, a Five Nights at Freddy's feel to it, where it's like, Five Nights... You take it more seriously in that subconscious part of your brain mm-hmm. than you take it consciously. Yeah. And I think Resident Evil does a lot of the same stuff, but it also has some interesting lore going on in the background and like the mysterious Umbrella Corporation. Oh, what yeah. What are they doing? The, when you watch like any timeline video, it's like this doesn't make any fucking sense, but clearly somebody put a lot of work into it. <laughs> yeah. I also have um, Resident Evil Degeneration, I think was the name of the film. It was the first CG film that mm-hmm. they did for Resident Evil with Leon. There's a movie with Leon? Yeah. My son? Yes. My son, Leon S. Kennedy? I got it on Kennedy? Blu-ray, and let me tell you, it's decent. Oh. His voice is not what I expected, because they didn't, I don't think they cast the same voice actor from the games to do he, the movie. Fun fact, Leon has- Very deep. Leon has never once had the same voice actor for, for, <laughs> for another game. It's been a different person every time, and two games in a row, I think it was the original two and Resident Evil 4, it was two different guys, but they're both- their first names were both Paul. So that's weird. But it's like he's never had a consistent voice actor. <laughs> and it makes me so upset because he's such a good character. And I love him so much. He's just so stupid. <laughs> I have to know who played his voice for the movie now. Uh, if it'll give me the English voice cast. I hope so. No, I don't want photos. I want the cast. Paul Mercier. Yeah. The voice was, of Leon Kennedy. It was probably... <laughs> If it was a different Paul <laughs> that had voiced him in one of the games, I'm going to scream. No, Paul Mercier did the voice. Oh, wow. He was Leon Kennedy for Resident Evil Degeneration as well as Resident Evil 4. Yep. So that he was 4. There was and another Resident guy. Resident Evil The Dark Chronicles. So he, so he did have consistent voice actors throughout other games, but it wasn't like one through seven. Right. I've never had any consistency. Good to know that he has had a little bit of consistency in, like, the outer branching games. But, anywho. Do you want this next one since I'm gonna, I'm taking the next one. the yeah. Overwatch? Um, in Overwatch news, Jean-Baptiste Augustine, referred to only as Baptiste, has been confirmed as the next Overwatch hero. He's a combat medic from Haiti, 
And a new short introducing him that I still need to watch is currently available on the official Play Overwatch YouTube channel. Yeah. He's currently only available on the PTR for now, but that's how it always goes. Yep. So I I think characters (laughs) tend to be there for like a month before they're released. I'm going to put a little tag on here. In other Overwatch news, the Overwatch League. Yep. I have... Things have happened. (laughs) And let me explain. If you're not familiar with the Overwatch League... Uh, it's the pro league for Overwatch that Blizzard themselves has set up. There are teams throughout the world that compete. I believe there were six teams or six to 12 teams in the first season, and we've added new teams now. We've got a couple from Canada. France has a team. Um, I'm trying to think of some of the other places, but like other countries have started like really putting in more teams to this whole thing because it mm-hmm. was very U.S. dominated for a while, although everyone would argue with you that they're all Korean players. Yeah. Um, So there were two teams that really stood out last season, the first season of the Overwatch League. Seoul Dynasty. Yeah. I believe they're a South Korean team. I could be wrong. I know they're a Korean team. I just don't know if it's North or South Korea. It's South. North Korea Um, is the... I don't want to say... I don't want to say the bad Korea, but it's the Korea that we're not allowed to go to. It's the war Korea. South Korea is South Korea is the very video game centric. Yes. Uh, So Seoul Dynasty last season won every single game they played. Wiped the floor with everyone. Oh, yeah. Shanghai Dragons lost every single game they played. (laughs) Did not win a single game last season. Yeah. Uh, So those two teams have both gone up against Boston Uprising, my home team. Yes. And I was very depressed (laughs) that not this current week that we're ending now, but the week prior, Mm -hmm. Boston Uprising against Shanghai Dragons, the team that had not won a game last season. They lost. Boston Uprising lost. No. Horribly. Good for Shanghai Dragons, finally, but Good for, no. I mean, they've won other games this season, but <laughs> the fact that Boston lost to a team that last year couldn't win a game for their life. Oh, that feels bad, man. Felt bad. It, that's what we get, though, because the New England Patriots have won every Super Bowl for the last, I think, 25 years. So, so that's what we get. On the flip side... Thursday night of this previous week that we're now exiting, um, Boston Uprising faced off against Seoul Dynasty, which after losing, suffering a defeat against the team that couldn't win a game to save their life in the previous season, I was not looking forward to facing off against the team that had not (laughs) lost a game in the previous season. Yeah. However, Boston pulled it off and beat Seoul Dynasty. Nice. It was intense. I don't like the current game meta, but that's just me. Uh, it's they have it set up so every team is three tanks, three supports. Hmm. So there's a lot of characters that I like that aren't getting used. Every now and then they'll pop in a Sombra, apparently, which is Boston Uprising's weakness. If someone, if the other team pulls out a Sombra, Boston's done. Huh. I don't get it, but that's just the way of it, I guess. They've got some new players on Boston's team too. Oh. And my God, some of them are so good. But that's all I wanted to say is that Boston has suffered a crushing defeat against a team that couldn't win to save their life and then (sighs) defeated a team that couldn't lose to save their life. (laughs) So it's been a good time for Boston, I guess. (laughs) We've been all over the place. Yeah. And I'll let you uh, kick into the next one here. Okay. So on Wednesday morning, Nintendo hosted a Nintendo Direct that they actually called a Pokemon Direct because it was all about Pokemon. Um, And they wanted to announce the two newest mainline Pokemon games for the Switch, which are called Pokemon Sword and Shield, which is a great, like, separation from, like, colors and then sun and moon. So I have no complaints there. 
Um, the new region is called. Oh shit! I even watched a. I when you're watching the the direct, they even pronounced it. Is it Galar? I don't think it's Galar. I think it's like. Anyway, we're gonna just call it. The new region is called Galar. G A L A R. I know it's not pronounced like that, but I can't remember now, and I didn't write it down. Is it like um, um, a very flamboyant hiding place, Galar? I don't think it was Galar either, Damn. but it was like closer than that. Um, Here's hoping. Yeah. Um. And it is described as a factory-heavy modern setting. Some people, I guess, have said that it's, like, based on kind of an England kind of place. I didn't hear that in the direct, but... That's what I've been hearing, too, though, is yeah. that it's, like, London-centric. I kinda. did only watch the direct one time, so maybe my reading comprehension and visual comprehension is just not great in my old age. Um, wild Pokemon battles are coming back because this is a real Pokemon game and it is not just Pokemon Let's Go, which was just for fun. Um, trader battles remain the same and Pokemon gyms are going to return as well uh, instead of the island trials from Sun and Moon, where I heard, because <laughs> I haven't played Sun or Moon or Ultra, I heard that you like fly to different islands and then you beat the island and then you fly to the next island and that sounds like a fucking mess, P.S., um, so it's just going to be like normal. It's just going to be a normal Pokemon game on the Switch. Um, the only new Pokemon that have been revealed are the three starters. Uh, Which I've already been rule 34 to hell. I, I believe that. I'm already agonizing over which one I'm going to pick. The there's bunny. there's Grookey, who is a grass type monkey, and he's very cute. Score Bunny, who is a fire type bunny. And Sobble. Sobble, who is a water type lizard. Sobble just sounds sad. He does, and he looks so sad. And in the direct, like in the trailer, they show Sobble in like a water fountain, and he's invisible. And then as he's like climbing out of it, he's becoming more visible. So he's like a salamander kind of thing who like changes his colors, which is very. He's like a chameleon. Oh, God. I'm so excited. I'm already agonizing over which one I'm going to pick because I love all of them so much, and I don't have any like type, like loyalty. Um, the direct also showed like Pikachu and Tyranitar and a bunch of other like classic Pokemon. So it's going to probably be a fair mix of old and new Pokemon. I don't know if this is going to be a full like 100 plus Pokemon generation. I can't wait to find that out. Um, there is no release date yet, but Nintendo has said, Nintendo said during the direct and they've said in the past that they're releasing this new mainline game, these new games in late 2019 probably in november because that's when they do that i am so ready i've been ready uh i'm happy that i own a switch so i don't have to be bitter like i was about 3ds games for a long time there's somebody in your house oh yeah it's now <laughs> it just scared the shit out of me because i heard the dog and then i heard a voice that wasn't annabelle oh boy do you want this last one or do you want me to take this last one? Uh, I'm trying to find a Pokemon related tweet. In the meantime, I'm going to let you take the last one because you're going to know more about this than I will, unfortunately. Okay. Um. So Elder Scrolls Blades, they Bethesda announced that at like E3 last year, I think. Right. And they said that it would be released. Yep. 
in September. And they were like, it's going to cross-platform between mobile and PC and console, except for PlayStation, because they don't like cross-play. Yeah. PlayStation's come a long way, though. Bethesda's I think we're straight making, up, like, threatened PlayStation. Yeah. I think they're making progress, though. Um, so Bethesda, the, originally, that was supposed to release in September of last year, and then they delayed it to sometime in, quote, early 2019. Um, Bethesda has announced a closed beta for Elder Scrolls Blades. And an early access launch that will be happening after the beta sometime in the spring. Uh, the closed beta will be available on iOS only. And beta testers will have to sign an NDA, a non-disclosure agreement, so you can't talk about what you see. Um, after the closed beta ends, the early access period will begin, which will open up to Android and iOS users and will not be under NDA. So it's just regular early access. There's no secrets. Um, you can still sign up for early access. I don't, probably the beta on the Elder Bethesda Elder Scrolls Blades website with your Bethesda.net account. I must have done that last year, but I don't remember my Bethesda password. So I can't tell. My mom is calling me. Mom, it's 10 o'clock. <laughs> what are you doing? Um, and the pre-order date for Blades on the iOS App Store says that the release date is March 31st. So I'm anticipating there's probably going to be like two weeks of beta and then March 31st and then the early access will start if that's to be believed. Who knows? I don't know. If I get like an email that's like inviting me to the beta, I do still have an iPhone lying around. I might try it, I guess. Why not? What could go wrong? Nothing could possibly go wrong. Yeah. I'm a little sad that I can't find the tweet that I wanted to reference because it was funny as heck. But, oh well. Can't have been that good. Apparently. Because <laughs> I, I if I can't find it anymore, it must not be I, important. Yeah. Did you like it on Twitter? Because sometimes I like things to save them and then well, I go sadly, back no, and it wasn't, gone. Well, uh, sadly, no, it wasn't on Twitter that I found it. It was oh. a tweet that I found on Reddit because why wouldn't it be? Right. The, I don't use Twitter to look at tweets. I'm not some It's the circle of life. If something starts on Tumblr, it ends up on Twitter, then Facebook, then Twitter, then Reddit. But yep. if something starts on Facebook, it does the rounds like four times. <sighs> yeah, nope. Not going to find it. That's fine. It's whatever. That's just the way that life, the cookie crumbles, I guess. So now that we've rambled on for way too long... Um, <laughs> I was trying to think if I had any other important things that happened in gaming. Um, update. Kevin still doesn't like Anthem. Uh, surprise. Big shock. Does he listen to the show? Uh, no. Okay. No, he listened to the intro the other time when uh, he was like, did you actually talk about me on your podcast? And I played him. That I started at our last episode with um, his review. Mm -hmm. 10 out of 10. Best 60 bucks I ever spent on The Division 2. Yeah. And he chuckled and I'm sure didn't bother to listen to it. Yeah. So. But you know what? I, he's not going to listen to this one either, but you know what? Like, I don't think the division or the division two for that matter are good. I watched Morgan play a lot of the division one. I didn't enjoy myself at all. <laughs> I would have hated it if I was playing it, but I was having a great time playing Anthem. It sounds like fun. I don't know. I'm probably not going to still not going to pick it up. I mean, I, I, I wouldn't say the division is bad, but I, I, I just think different strokes for different folks. You know, we're a 1980s black TV show. Yeah. <laughs> With all that being said, thank you guys so much for listening. Don't forget to check the Amazon mystery link in the description. I don't yeah. know what it is, but it's something fun. Sarah went on a whole adventure of finding weird, goofy shit. Yeah. And I'm going to put something from that list <laughs> into that mystery link. Um, also, 
it makes us feel really good when you tell us that you listen to the show. Like, it, don't it feel really does. you don't feel obligated to be like, oh yeah, I listened. Here's the proof because I'm mentioning this thing you said. But it makes me feel really good when people are like, oh yeah, you reminded me that that game was coming out. And it's like, you listen to my show. <laughs> feel free to leave comments on whatever platform you're yeah. on. I'm sure we'll hopefully get them, I think, maybe. It's hard to know, really. Yeah. If you leave a comment on Podbean, we'll definitely get it. Mm-hmm. Um, iTunes reviews are still broken. <laughs> yeah. So why wouldn't that's they be? great. But that being said, thank you guys again so much for listening. We'll see you again next week with more video game news. Sometimes when I'm bored, I like to bury myself in the yard and pretend I'm a potato. See you next week. The fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> this Week in Gaming is a Yadude Gamers production. Pre-production planning and show outline by Sarah Green. On-air organization and mediation by Morgan. Post-production audio and mixing by me, Josh Needham. If you enjoy this podcast, share it with your friends. And check out our other podcasts, AV Underground, a show where Watson and myself discuss the struggles of getting started as a content creator. We often interview up-and-coming streamers, writers, photographers, and other content creators about their thoughts on getting started. Or Health and Mana where Annabelle and I review multiplayer games and discuss how gaming ties into our relationship. This podcast has been brought to you by the support of our Patreon backers. To become a backer and show your support for the show, or to find out more about Yadude and what we do, check out yadudegamers.com. And hey, thanks. <laughs>